We're back to the warehouse for the third Blitzball battle. We have another upset. Let's talk Blitzball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about Blitzball and boys, but mostly about Blitzball. I'm your co-host, Brennan Rubble, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, big oh, game. Big game. Awesome big game. game. I have grown to love the Love Yous so much more throughout this tournament. Wow, it's in the name. Like, they went, it is in the name. Wow. Good marketing. Uh, they went from like the heels and like the big bravado to like just some of the most respectful mm. competitors we've seen. And That's I love it. So, Brendy, I hope you brought your cup of milk. I brought my cup of milk, baby. Put a little Hershey syrup in that. Chocolate, chocolate milk. Do you like chocolate? You, like, you, you, don't, oh, you don't like that. Insane. No, it's not that I don't like it. I just never had it. I feel like I've missed the boat. I'm an you adult now, and I would feel I'm 30 years old, so I'd feel weird going to the store to get me some chalky milk. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have chocolate milk for breakfast every day when I worked in an office job. Uh, but it, was, wow. it was like it was like a protein brand. But I say at the end that was of back when you were 30, back when I was 30, uh, back when I was I had a famous TV show in the 90s. Um, <laughs> I say at the end of this series. We do a whole episode, not about Blitzball, but where you try all the foods that you say on here that you haven't had yet. Every, everything that <laughs> they're, I've never they're probably had. all dairy-based. Well, it's going to be an 80-hour-long episode. <laughs> I've missed the boat on so much, but... But... Great game. Great game. Uh, no, that's an interesting point you, you mentioned. I, d- I don't think I had thought of that until you just said, like, yeah, you're right. Like they, they are so focused on the game and not about shit-talking. Like, we, we haven't really seen much... Nicky Cass getting up in people's grill because he's, he just wants to hype up his teammate and right. play well. Where I think we got there, more of that so when he like, didn't know the, the gang very well. So like famously, I like wrestling, right? And in wrestling, there's like that concept of a heel and like a baby face and all this, right? Wait, what's a baby and face? A baby face is a good guy. Okay. That's it. Um, so like in the past couple years... There's been this discourse amongst wrestling fans of like, oh, yeah, these heels are very entertaining, but they're not real heels. Like, they're bad guys. We get that. They're doing, like, dickish things and all that. But they're really, really likable. Mm. Uh, and what, what you want from a heel is somebody who you fucking detest. Like, I don't want this guy on you my screen. You actually hate. Like, they're I doing a good job of being a bad shit. character. Right. So there's this one guy named, uh, his, his, like, wrestling name is The Miz. Super charismatic. Mm-hmm. He is one of the best heels I've ever seen in terms of like that. He's a dick and you want to see him get the shit kicked out of him, but you like want him on your screen because he's so entertaining. Yeah. That's what love yous were in the first Blitzball battle to me. Yeah. And then in this one, you've seen them like come around and like, hey, I like them because they're like good guys. They're showing respect to everybody they play. You know, Nikki's talking shit, but not nearly as much as he did in the yeah. last tournament. Uh, I don't know which one I like more, which iteration of the Love Yous I like more, but I love them both. Yeah. It's it's hard because two of the games they played against were We Got Ice, who they're good pals with. Yeah. And this game, everyone in the tournament now is kind of their friend. that They all work together. So Only kind of. Only kind, Only of. kind of. Right. So, Only kind of. So I understand the dynamic. Um, should I rip into it so we can talk about the game? I think you should talk about subtlety first. <laughs> um, you know, Peter, we did get a, an order from that ad we put out there. We got from an order. One of, one of our good friends of the pod. Subtlety is a delicious iced tea locally based on 
Ronkakama Long Island, where I brew the tea, and it is an all-organic craft brewed iced tea, ready to drink in bottles. Uh, if you use code HOPPYBOYS, H-O-P-P-Y-S-B-O-Y-S, you get $2 off. What? You said H-O-P-P-Y-S. Hoppies, boys? Oh, now we're going to get... <laughs> I'm going to have to pay so much money to my boss now. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna oh, write shit. you under there. Your code doesn't do shit. <laughs> well, there goes the next month of paychecks for me. H o p p y b o y s for two dollars off your order. You get doorstep delivery. It's a twelve pack. It's delicious. One two. Brendan does all the deliveries himself on foot. Yep. Even if we send them through the mail. Oh, if you send them through the mail, then Lou Debs will drop it off for you. Yeah. Different uh, story. I will always recommend the O Honey Green Tea or the Peach Lemonade. They're both fantastic. But I've had like I think I've had every flavor I at this so. point. Except for like some of the seasonal ones, they're all delicious. They're all delicious. But there you, uh, go. There you go. Yeah. Now that that's over with, you want to get to burning. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm sad that we can't bring any teas to the episode at the end of the end of the year where we uh, eat and drink a bunch of food that Peter hasn't had. Maybe I'll bring I'll bring you like an old, uh, like two year old sweet potato tea. <laughs> the sweet potato. <laughs> that's one of the ones that I haven't had too, or the one that you guys put out for uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, the, the missed kisses. All right, let's get to We'll get to the burns, baby. Get to Boynin. Get to Boynin. Well, Double D and Old Man Dan versus Nikki and Dalton in a game they both want to survive. Nikki's not afraid of this moment, and like a social justice warrior, he shuts down the offense in, top, in the top of the first. They start the bottom half wow, of the inning good. hot by scoring quickly, but Drew Davis does his best Argus Filch impression and cleans up the mess. Hook line sinkers starts the inning down 2-0, but like a parade for divorcees, walks and singles give them a five spot to finish the inning. Lovia scores one in the bottom of the second with the season on the line, but much like Jake in really any situation, they fall short and Nikki's parents are very disappointed in him. Hook line sinkers win 5-2-3. I think the social justice warrior is your best one yet, shutting down the offense. <laughs> okay. That, one, that one's your best one yet. Hey, what's in this Mist Kisses one? It doesn't say. It just says it's Mist Kisses Limited Brew. Uh, that one? It's like a weird... I don't even remember the, the type of tea. Then there's it's a picture like a of a teddy tea. bear. What the fuck? Yeah, it, it was some, like, some blend we got from a supplier that had like essence of strawberry and chocolate in it, so we thought it made sense for Valentine's Day. Wow. Then we released it at like the end of March. <laughs> so then we called it Mist Kisses. Here you Kisses. go, guys. Yeah. It's for next Valentine's Day. <laughs> Yeah, but, I, I was yeah. as far as you like that. I wasn't sure if you'd if that was like too far of a stretch. Uh, I personally liked if you like that one. I, I liked the uh, divorcees one also a stretch. They uh, were all good. <laughs> I just okay. like that. I just like. I'm glad that you one heard actually heard this one like last week. Yeah, well, I heard one of them last week That's good. or last app. Last app. Um, so big news here. Hookline had is the only team <laughs> that had a rest day going into this game. So you know, with the all chance, all the chance of old man Dan. And young boy Drew, which was definitely chanted and not just made up right here. Young boy Drew. <laughs> um, young boy Drew. Young boy Drew. Um, that was much needed for them. Dan is so good, and he touched on it in the post game. Like the thing that makes them so powerful is that they they really do have two like quote unquote ace pitchers. Yeah, on the team. They're so good. Dan, I believe, is the only lefty in the tournament, pitching-wise, um, which is nuts. Yeah, especially when they, when uh, they can both find their slot. 
they're dirty. They're so so dirty. Like Dan, Dan will go on a streak of just throwing fastball, 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 and then we'll just drop in that little slide piece. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, and Drew drags his knuckles on the ground. And Drew, yeah, it's crazy. Drew, once he, like, I think that there was a point in the game where Moylan was like, "Oh, he's found his his release point." And when he finds that, who is the he's uh, really who is the pitcher, the closer for the Diamondbacks in two thousand one? Uh, couldn't tell you. I think he was a Korean guy. He did the he did the same thing. He would like drag his knuckles on the ground when he threw. Mm-hmm. Byung Hung Kim. Okay. Yeah, he the, very the Drew Davis pitch. I, I think he realizes that. Uh, he throws that same sinker everyone else throws, but what his does differently is it's able to come out of different arm slots, which gives it a different, different shape. So his straight up and down sinker from that bottom arm slot gives you almost like a 12-6 curveball. It's really yeah. cool. It's a really, really it's, it's a important pitch because no one else has that look. I don't know how anybody hits off of Drew. I, I have no idea. Like, his movement is insane. And he's another one of those guys, like we talked about it with Como earlier on, where I don't know if it looks like this when you're at the plate, but just watching the games, it looks like he's throwing the ball so much faster than, like, what it says. Yeah, and from playing a decent amount of blitz ball, it, it looks way harder at the plate than when you're watching ah, it over good. here. It looks worse. It looks much worse. <laughs> good. And there's more, good. there's more movement in person. Yeah, this whole game, all that I was thinking were like Nikki, Dalton, Drew, and Dan, everybody. I was like, how is anybody laying off on any of these pitches? Well, I mean, like the ones that were close. I don't know how anybody yeah. was laying off. The only, like, they oh, yeah, touched could, on it they, in the broadcast. I don't know how anybody was not swinging at Dalton's pitches. Look, all of them looked stupid. I, I guess close. the only way, it's, it's, I think it's some next level shit, and that's, that's, that's the kind of team that's going to get further on is if they're recognizing the pitch based on where. It's starting, and they know what type of pitches Dalton throws. So they know his arsenal, and they know, like, oh, if, if it's starting around this area, it's going to move off the plate. So I, I think they did their research right. on what Dalton has, and they look, they look, they just kind of box out a certain chunk of the plate. Like, if it's going to be here, then it's going to end up at my legs. Yeah. And that's, that's, I mean, uh, we, that's we saw Como stuff. do it. Yeah. That's the whole way Como beat every team they played, is they just have crazy discipline. Yep. And good for them. Yeah, it's like you, you, you kind know, of what we were touching on it. Dalton. He really didn't look bad, and I think Moylan or Chris Rose was talking about how he's he's really just just missing. All of the pitching was really good. You know what was nuts? Nikki, I wrote this in the notes. Nikki threw more pitches in the first inning than he did in the entire previous game that he played. Yeah, yeah the, the walks were really add up your pitch count. I mean, I guess he didn't really walk anybody last game, right? He had the two in this one. And outside of his he two walks, one, he looks pretty walk, dominant. One still. walk last game. Yeah. Yeah, but those two at bats where it, he walks it, people, it really it, it it'll double your pitch count. Yeah. Hey, what was up with the score bug? Not the score bug, but like the info thing when uh, at Dalton's first at bat said no known pasta hater. What was that? <laughs> I didn't see that until I saw your notes. <laughs> yeah, I, I like looked at. It, I was like, what the fuck is this? It's also in, insane being Nikki's teammate being a pasta hater. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna put you with the Italian. <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually know anyone that hates pasta. What a kooky matchup this is! <laughs> the, the pasta this hater versus is... the young little boy, <laughs> whatever you call it. <laughs> no, him. no, no. The pasta hater with the Italian. Oh, okay. Young boy Drew. Young boy Drew. Dan Canobio said Drew was 13 years old in the post game. Pretty great. <laughs> he could pass. Um, he could pass. Him and Jake could pass for 13. Wow. 
Unbelievable, Brendan. He says it himself. It's true. Unbelievable. In, in, in that interview, like one of the first interviews with Boone, he asked how old he thinks he is, and he said he was. Jake's like, I am thirty three. He's like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> Couldn't <laughs> believe it. Um, you know, Nikki was. You know that like the whole storyline going into this game was, oh, Nikki's Dan's son. Dan owns Nikki. After the first inning, I wrote a note that was like, Nikki's no longer Dan's son. Like he's fantastic now. And then yeah. he gets all three of the outs in the second inning to end it and like knock them out. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, he's I, still I, his son. I did love uh, in the pregame show where Nikki sits on his lap and asks for ice cream after the game. <laughs> And he said, only if you use, lose. So I guess Nicky got ice cream. cream. Nicky got ice cream. Very good. Claps. Hit the button. Hit the button. Oh. Good. What's this one? Well, now we gotta go into oh. oh, no. Now we do play of the game. Oh. Brandon, the trifecta. <laughs> well, Nicky, claps for your ice cream. I hope you got, like, Rocky Road or something. Ooh, I, uh, had, I had some great rainbow Rocky cookie Road? ice cream. I don't know. I think it's... Oh, okay. Let me. I'll stop my head. Chocolate, marshmallow, and some sort of nut. Maybe a little bit of chocolate swirl in there, too. Let's see. Rocky Road is a chocolate flavored ice cream. Why does it say, sound like it that? It does sound like that. Though the, there are variations from the original flavor, <laughs> it traditionally combines. I'm not doing Is your Wikipedia on Google on Baby Talk? Yeah. <laughs> it traditionally comprised of chocolate ice cream, nuts, and whole or diced marshmallows. So you were all over Ooh, it. Ooh, all over it. You were all over it. All over it. I'm like, I don't know what it is. Actually, <laughs> eyes go behind my head like a mentat and just say it all. <laughs> you, pull, you pull a bowl out from behind you. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> let me get a quick taste. Mm, I suspect marshmallow. But the pitching was nasty in this one. I have, like, I have no idea how Dalton like just imploded on the mound. Dalton is typically such a good pitcher. We've seen it before. I mean, even if you look at the statistics, Dalton's not horrible until this yeah. game, right? I, I think I it's mean, just this, sports. This like, game brought it, his earned runs up to like the most tied with Jimmy. Yeah. But like, he's not awful. No, he's not bad. I think we had said it, been saying it since the start of the tournament that Dalton, oh, shit, Dalton's he has a the great number two. walks in the league though. Cool. I think after this game, yeah, he was. How many walks were in today's game? Four, four. So yeah. he still had seven before that, which is not near, not really that good. I, I think it was just a mental toughness thing that got to him after maybe he like walked in the first run or the first run came in, because it, it he I think all the pressure is on you when you have to you forced to get the last two outs. Like you, you almost feel a sense of claustrophobia. That's yeah. why I I love Pinstrap Strong's method of throwing Joe's first. Like hey. Get them out of the way. Do whatever. You, if you get one for now, maybe you can get another yep. one later. But I think I like that when too. you put all the pressure, and I understand the thought process is they started Dalton in the second. At least they did that, and then they used Nikki to get a savior out. I'm like, okay, now you just need to get these last two. But I, I think that 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 puts more pressure on you. Yeah, it's hard. And it's, I mean, like, to snowball when you fast. look at it, it, it this was an aggressive. Both of these teams took a very aggressive strategy at the plate there were a lot of first pitch swings i, I noted it in my like i i think you could see as the progression of as the game went on in my notes it was just like another fucking first pitch swing the, these guys are really going for it yeah, that's today. surprising in a, a league where there's so many walks so many but i guess now like when you go like now that you've played as many games like we're on game 12 these guys are really starting to get the hang of it 
Um, your seat, like we've talked about this before, the quality in the tournament of itself has shot up so dramatically. Yeah, that like this is what you should be expecting. Yeah, because because like, yeah, right, because the the quality of the pitcher is going to get better too, because they're going to find their release points and find their feel and be able to throw more consistent strikes. So the batter's knowing that, like, oh, th- right. this is more likely to be a strike than it was in game one or game two. So I can I can put a swing on it at the very least. Yeah, I mean, like you look at it. Um. Everybody got two hits. Mickey just happened to record more outs than everybody else. Yeah. But everybody got two hits. It, you know, it was a big day for them at the plate. Nicky got two doubles. Dalton got a double and a home run. Drew and Dan both got two singles. I mean, right? how, how many? It's, the, it's those walks that killed them. Uh, uh, yeah, easily. Absolutely. The walks will kill you in blitzball or baseball. Um, yeah. How, how many Devastator hits did they have? They have they had at least two. Because, I mean, two? think about that. Those turn into home runs. You got to oh, tie game. Oh man, tie game. Oh man, who was it who hit the ball that like just missed a home run? Was that Nicky or I was it, it Dalton? I think it might have been Nicky because Dalton did have one. That was nuts. Yes. Um. The dev- I mean, they called it the Devastator for a reason. They did. Yeah, Dalton did it. So Nicky hit the Devastator twice, I think, and then Dalton like it was this much. Oh, below that was the, the actual. Yeah, run. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was nuts. And then he hit a home run. So, good for Dalton. Uh, what would your walk-up music be? I think about this a lot, honestly, and I think it would change too much. Um, right now, I would probably have New Romantics by Taylor Swift up there. It's a, it's a bonus track on 1989. Wow. Just because I'm in Taylor mode, I'm going to the concert in two days. I'm very excited. Right. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I think I think I would, what are the options? Can you ch- you can't change it every day. They'll be so mad at you. They'll be annoyed with you. I uh, I think you can. Really? Well, I mean, you need to be a star. Yeah. Right. 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 Like judge can do whatever he wants. Yeah. I would do. I've thought about what my song would be if I was entering as a reliever, more than. Mm. Uh, because that one batter. you got to you got to stick with that one. Yeah. So for a batter, I would do probably Pompeii because it's just. That's a, that's a good one. It'll hey, hype hey, you up a little bit. Hey, hey. You know? Yeah. And then for a reliever, it would be Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. Hell yeah. That, that's a big jam Just for, for the beginning. Just yeah. for the... That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. I like that shit. Uh, I, I really hope that guy from the Guardians comes back and brings back the uh, the SpongeBob theme song as his walk-up music. What are you talking about? Who? Uh, I forget his name, but he, he, he was like a... Later in the lineup, guy he hit the walk off home run against the Rays last year to get past them. Kenny Lofton, yeah, Kenny Lofton. <laughs> Damn, I forgot his name. He just got sent back down, so he's not playing anymore, right? Uh, but it's going to bother the hell out of me. Oscar Gonzalez, yes, Oscar Gonzalez. Yeah, he he would literally he would walk up and you hear, "I can't hear you." That's <laughs> it's the funniest that's shit like the ever. The guy who did Baby Shark, yeah. I mean, there's not much more to say. Um, Drew found it big time on the mound today. Yeah, because he started in the was the bottom of the first, um, and he didn't. He didn't his have it right away. His first batter was tough. First batter was bad. His fir- yeah, his first batter was. I mean, he got a strikeout. Nope, sorry. Uh, his first batter, Dalton, got a double right yeah. after Nicky got a double. Okay, and then they went matchups so they, there for was a- Nicky versus Stan. And then he just came straight back. It's how you want to answer something like that. 
you know? Yeah, absolutely. So good job, Daltino. Oh, no. Drew. Daltino also did a good job, but not good enough. Not good enough. Not I good mean, enough. I mean, so I think that the rest of it that I have to say is kind of about possibly the player of the game. So you want to get into that stuff? Player of the game. Player of the game. Is it me? It's you. Oh, am I doing Drew. this? What? Am I doing this? Are oh, you doing this? Drew. I was going to pick the same. Drew gets it. Drew gets it. Drew, you know, uh, and, and it's not by much. It really isn't by much. I mean, you look at it. Drew got one extra RBI. Drew got two extra walks. He threw two more strikeouts. Uh, one less earned run, but that like Dan is right there with him. Yeah, Dan was doing just as good almost the entire time. And I know, like, I just read off all the stats that Drew did better. Like Dan, like Dan's one behind for most of these, and then he had the same amount of singles. Like this team, they were talking about it all in the pregame show. Like this could be the team that. Everybody's saying they're the only team that has a shot at beating Como. I think that that's writing off some of the other teams a little too easily. Yeah. I also don't think anybody's beating Como. But um, they're really good. And they just, like, you know, ran into a shit situation in that first game. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Drew Davis is one of the people that can be mad at himself, and it actually helps him. Everybody else likes to give themselves positive reinforcement. He will get pissed off and like hit himself, and it helps him get to the next level. He just he just really knows how to hype himself up. He found his straight up and down arm slot that that all the way that knuckle dragger arm slot. I think is such a different look from any of the other players in the league, and that that, that that's a huge advantage for him. Uh, and because I think he's had it in the past, and he couldn't really find the zone with it. And he found so many pipe strikes with that pitch that they, they were just literally unhittable, truly unhittable. Yeah. Gross. Uh, and and, and the, the fact, I think the fact that he kind of took over the game in a game where Dan has a famous matchup against a guy on the other team that can't touch him, yeah. and it doesn't quite work out that way for the first time, Drew Davis able to step up in that moment and be like, you know what, today on the ace. We haven't, we haven't really seen yeah. that with another team where there's a pretty clear ace, and this one can kind of be like, who's feeling it today? I mean, did you see the part in my notes that I said, Brendan, this is your funny moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. so I mean, like, it, look at it right there. Chris Rose is saying, "I have it right oh, here." Oh, it's a one. It's a one-two count. You have it clipped. Uh, no, I just, I just have the the words. Oh, um, like he's saying Chris Rose is one-two count. You don't get anywhere ahead, close to the strike zone here in the one-two count, and then what happens? Drew Davis Pipes drops on. the ball right on top of the ball. I think before this, he already had um, like a really like, near perfect pitch, and then we get that like that bar dropper, like you're saying. And then, perfect. And then uh, Moylan goes, perfect. "Fuck you, Rosie!" And gives like the fucking yeah. humping motion. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then it zooms out and Chris Rosie goes, "Maybe you do. That's some nasty shite." <laughs> <laughs> That's like what Chris said this morning. He's loving Chris Rose in this tournament. So good. I, I, I think what, what cracked me up about that moment in particular was that after Moylan says "fuck you," he doesn't get. Mad, like, all right, you got me. He just gets excited. He's like, yeah. He's like, maybe you do. This is so exciting. It is so exciting. All of these rule changes are making this a near-perfect tournament. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's incredible. Um, but now let's move on to play of the game. Play the game. <laughs> 
it really got me with that one. <laughs> Play the game. I wanted to say it's, it's that pipe strike because it was. It was. Yeah, a, I was a, gonna say it was a moment was that got the biggest reaction out of me. Um, I think after being hyped up by the announcing team, like, well, he's gonna throw a waste pitch here. Yeah, and then it, and then it creates the the whole funny moment. Not I was going to say, like, I did not envy you at all having play of the game in this one. Not yeah, even a little. There wasn't, like, a big home run moment. Um, there were a lot of moments that were, like... Like, a tension building, but then the tension, the damages break after a walk or something. Most of them were pitching. Drew striking out Nikki to win the game was incredible. Like, he got Nikki swinging twice at pitches that he really was chasing on, and then he just froze him on one that hit pretty close to middle-middle. Yeah. Was that one was fantastic? Yeah, if, if we don't have like a, a physical play of the game that's like a diving catch or a jumping catch, then usually the plays of the game are going to be some sort of moment where it's a pressure situation and then someone comes up with a with big hit. And we didn't really have any like yeah. big, big hits, right? Just, just, right. Just, I mean, just tension building, yeah. It was, I mean, there was. There were so many really good moments in this game on both the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. Yeah. Um, but I did not envy you at all. I mean, it, w- it was tough for me to pick between Drew and Dan, but uh, it's even tougher to pick. It was a game of just like two teams that are really good and really like almost even. And I think we got, or Lovia's got unlucky two games in a row. You yeah. know, yeah. and that's the reason they're out. Because the fact of the matter is, they could they be well. in the semifinals against Como right now. You know, we got ice could be here, and then you have these three teams that I really think are evenly matched right now. Yeah, no, I, I think those are the three teams right there that are are pretty up there for a championship contending team. I think it's we got ice, Lovies, and Hookland Sinkers. I, I think the three of them are are very similar teams uh, with similar talents. Yeah, and Lovies just got unlucky. That's all. They just got shafted. Shafted. So then, hook on sinkers go. I guess this is kind of a preview. We we sort of did a preview that we fucked up last week, but we forgot. We yeah. forgot about this game. So so this preview, this is going to hook on sinkers is waiting for the winner of Forgotten Rotten and Pinstripe Strong. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Crazy that hook on sinker is further along the yeah the bracket than right. Forgotten Rotten. Yeah. What did you say? Crazy that hook on sinkers is forgot farther along in the bracket than uh, Forgotten Rotten. For now. For now. For now. They played the same amount of games. Yeah. Yeah, they had, they had the buy. Yeah. I uh, I added into my stat sheet a games played column now that now that everybody is all different. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Last week was the week, or I guess this week still. But uh, last episode was the one where I said, I hope Forgotten Rotten beats Rotten. So I still, I think I stand by that opinion. Yeah, we both had some pretty bad ones at the end of the episode last step. <laughs> We don't need to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to talk. We both, we both, our brains were kind of gone. Brains are broken. Tough Monday. It's a, it's a tough Monday. This, I'll, this is like my, this is already my fourth podcast of the week. Or third. Going to be fourth. Big ep- If you guys, if you guys are on this feed, there's something else, something pretty exciting to look for uh, after you're done with this episode. Whatever, whatever you're about to listen to next on this feed is exciting for us and exciting for you. Very exciting. So, um, so, so. We're, thanks, Eric. Thanks, Eric, for uh, <laughs> ordering subtle tea. And everyone on this feed, please enjoy whenever we get a chance to do 
some player interviews. That's coming up. So look out for it. Pro- look, probably look, they're, they're, the they're going to be dropping at complete random. Yeah, and, completely uh, random. But just a little teaser for you all. Yeah. Uh, Harry's Harry have anything to say over there? Harry's not down here. Kristen's home, so Harry's upstairs cuddling with her probably. Okay. How about you? David? He might be at the door later tonight. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. You never know. You never know. Uh, you have anything else you yeah. want to talk about? Nope. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.